Welcome to Speak Life. Well, today I want to talk to you about fulfilling your purpose. The definition of purpose, according to the English dictionary, is the reason for which something is created or exists. For many of you watching today, your purpose may be to become a doctor, or perhaps it's to be a teacher or to start your own business. Your purpose may even be to preach the gospel. Are you fulfilling the purpose that God has created you for? Or have you been settling for something less than what God has created you for? Well, I really believe that most people really don't ever fulfill their purpose, that most people really settle for something less than what they were truly created for. And I believe that one of the reasons that God, that people fall short, that one of the reasons that people settle for less is because of the fact that they become really discouraged. Discouragement can be huge. Life has a way of kind of knocking us down, doesn't it? And if we're not careful, discouragement can cause us to lose motivation and lose hope. And we lose sight of our purpose. And if we're not very careful, if we don't guard our thought process, we can become so negative that really we begin to slip down into what's known as a victim mentality. I've seen many people kind of slip into this victim mentality in my own life. It's the type of mentality that tells us that I'm so far down. I've had so many knocks, hard knocks in my life that there's no way that I can lift myself up out of this pit. It's the type of mentality that says, I can't do it myself. I, I need somebody else to rescue me. I need somebody else to pull me out. If somebody would just pull me out of my predicament, then maybe I could move forward in fulfilling my purpose. But I want to encourage you, if that's you watching today, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling like you're in the pit, that you don't have to look to any man, any person to pull you out. You don't have to look to any person to be your savior, to save you. You can look to the one person, the one, you know, Jesus Christ is the one that can save you. He is the only one that can save you. And so I want to encourage you to really guard your thoughts because our thoughts are really going to make us or break us. They're going to make the difference in whether or not we fulfill our purpose. We, we waste so much time, so much precious time being discouraged. And I believe that one of the main reasons that we begin to think those thoughts is because we're not taking control of our thoughts. In other words, we're not taking our thoughts captive. We're not guarding what we're thinking. We're not seeing ourselves through the eyes of God. You see, it's all about perception. It's the way that we're perceiving our lives. We're perceiving ourselves. And rather than perceiving ourselves through the eyes of God, we're listening to the lies of the enemy. The lies of the enemy that tells us that we're never going to be able to do it. The lies of the enemy that tells us we're not smart enough. The lies of the enemy that says that we'll never reach our purpose. The lies of the enemy that tells us that no one likes us and that we just don't have what it takes to fulfill our purpose. 
I want to encourage you to stop listening to the lies of the enemy and, and begin viewing yourself through the eyes of God, through his perception. Perception is so huge. How are you viewing yourself? Are you viewing yourself through the lies of the enemy? Or are you viewing yourself through the eyes of God? How do you see yourself? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What are you thinking in your heart about yourself? As a man thinks in his heart, so he becomes. What you are thinking about yourself, the way that you perceive yourself, that is going to be the outcome of your life. That is going to be the way that people perceive you. So I want to encourage you to begin to perceive yourself the way that God sees you, the way that God perceives you. Because the way that God perceives you is qualified. The way that God perceives you is able. The way that God perceives you is mighty. The way that God perceives you is successful. It's all about perception. God created you for an amazing purpose and he wants to assist you in fulfilling that purpose. Absolutely. Well, today I want to talk to you about a man that really had a lot of trouble with perception. He really had a lot of trouble in the way that he perceived himself. And his name was Gideon. In the book of Judges, we see that Gideon uh, and the Israelites had come up underneath the oppressive power of the Midianites because they had forsaken the God of their fathers. They had forsaken the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they began just doing their own thing. And as we look through the Old Testament, we see that many, many times. We see how the Israelites turned their backs on God and began to worship false idols. Well, in the book of Judges, this is exactly what had happened. And so God allowed the Israelites to come up underneath the oppressive power of the Midianites. And the Israelites were so terrified of the Midianites that they began to hide in mountain clefts and in caves. They were uh, just absolutely terrified. Until one day, the Lord spoke to Gideon through an angel. And the Lord said in Judges Chapter 6, verse 12, he sent an angel and the angel said to Gideon, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Go and deliver Israel from the power of Midian. Well, at this very moment, this is when Gideon discovers what his purpose is. But no sooner had Gideon discovered what his purpose was that he began to speak negatively over himself. He began to speak words of death over his future. He began to say, how can I do this? How can I save Israel? My family is the weakest and, and I'm the youngest. And, 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 and isn't that what you and I do? Oftentimes when we're thinking about what our purpose is in life, we began to speak negative words over ourselves. We began to say, well, how can I go to med school? How could I start my own business? How could I preach the gospel? How could I go back to school? How could I? I? I don't have the finance. I don't. We find ourselves slipping into speaking negative words over our purpose, just like Gideon. 
But the angel replied to Gideon, he said, go in the strength that you have. He said, am I not sending you? I will be with you. <laughs> Many of us have fallen into the same trap of asking the wrong questions. How can I fulfill my purpose? How can I go back to school? How can I start my own business? But in order to fulfill our purpose, we have to stop asking the wrong questions and begin to start asking the right questions. Okay, God, I get it. You want me to go to med school. You want me to start another career. You want me to become a lawyer or whatever the case may be. Okay, I get it. What is it that how do I need to start this process? What is the first step that I need to do? Who do I need to seek counsel from? What is the first step? Begin to get into agreement with God for your purpose. Get out of agreement with the enemy that tells you that you can't and that there's no way and begin to get into agreement with your assignment, your purpose that God has given you and begin to ask the right questions. Really, we waste so much time asking the wrong questions, don't we? I have found myself falling into this trap, and we all have. But I can tell you that if you'll speak words of life of yourself, it'll make all the difference in the world. I have literally done this, and I encourage you to do this. If you are feeling negative about your life or about your situation, about your future, I want to encourage you to literally speak words of life over yourself. And that's gonna negate all those negative thoughts that the enemy wants to put in your mind. Begin to say out loud to yourself, I'm successful. I'm going to do everything that God's called me to do. I have the ability, even though I might be in my 50s, to go back to school. I have what it takes to become a doctor. I've known all my life that this is what I'm supposed to do. It was something in my gut that just told me this was my purpose. And I refuse any longer to get it to believe the lies of the enemy. I'm gonna stop wasting time. And I believe that I can do this. I believe that I can do all things through Christ. I believe that I'm going to fulfill everything that God has ordained for my life. Speak those words of life and watch yourself become encouraged. Watch yourself become motivated. Watch yourself to begin to respond to the words that you're saying. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. It's all about perception. And then begin to do what we are told to do in Matthew 7 and 7. The Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. Begin asking, begin seeking, begin knocking, and begin moving forward into your purpose. As you ask, as you seek, as you knock, as you get the answers that you need. Because God wants to see you fulfill that purpose. He didn't Make a mistake when he put that in your spirit, when he put that inside of you, that knowing that that is truly what you're supposed to do. It, it's no accident. Yes, it's true. You have a great purpose. You have a great assignment. And God didn't make a mistake. Well, he didn't make a mistake with Gideon either. When he called Gideon to do the job, the huge job, 
that he called Gideon to do. He, it was no accident. You see, what happened here, though, is that God purposefully gave Gideon some weaknesses. And he's created each and every one of us with a certain amount of strengths and a certain amount of weaknesses. And he's done that purposefully. So rest in that. Rest in knowing that you have those weaknesses for a purpose. And you have strengths for a purpose, for a reason. God created us with a certain amount of weaknesses because he wants us to depend upon him. He wants us to depend upon his ability, not our own. He wants us to lean upon him and to include him in our lives, in our purpose. God instructed Gideon to deliver the Israelites from the oppressive power of the Midianites. And he told Gideon in Judges chapter 6, verse 16, he said, I will be with you and you will strike Midian as if they were one man. Well, that's some power, isn't it? He said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be with you and you're going to strike them down. You're going to be successful. God is a powerful God. He is amazing. And I think that sometimes we forget just how strong that God is. He created the universe. He created everything. He created you and I. God is strong. God is powerful. God is amazing. God is able. We need to remind ourselves of this. We need to remind ourselves just how big that God is just how strong that God is, just how able that God is. We need to refocus and we need to remember every day. Yes, we're weak, but we have a strong God. We serve a big God. God wanted Gideon to fulfill that purpose. But what God wanted to do here in all of Gideon's weakness was that God wanted to put his super on Gideon's natural so that he was going to get the glory. And that's what God wants to do for you. He wants you to fulfill that purpose. But he's going to put his super on your natural. As you begin to move forward, you're going to see the hand of God. You're going to see the power of God. You're going to see the ability of God upon your life. In Judges chapter 6, verse 19, we see that Gideon is finally coming to the conclusion that he's been called for a purpose. And so he begins to make preparations to fulfill what God has assigned him to do. And the first thing that Gideon does in, within his preparation is that he tears down those false idols and he makes a sacrifice at the altar to God before you can move into your purpose. You may need to make some sacrifices. You may need to remove some idols from your life, some hindrances, some things that you've been exalting, that you've been lifting up, things that have been distracting you from moving into your purpose. So I wanna ask you today, what idols need to, to move out of your life, out of, the, out of your way? Maybe your idol has even been your sickness or your depression, your worry, Maybe you're putting that before your purpose. 
Well, I encourage you to move those idols out of the way and make a sacrifice before God. Lay something down. Lay some things down before the Lord. You might think, well, I've already made a lot of sacrifices. I'm trying to move into my purpose and I've, I've made lots of sacrifices so far. What else do I need to sacrifice? Well, I completely understand that. You're talking to someone that had to leave everything to come to Texas. I had to leave all of my family. I had to give away my home. I left everything. I sacrificed much and am continuing to sacrifice all the time in order to fulfill my purpose. It might, it might cost you something, but you can do it. So what do you need to lay down? What do you need to sacrifice? <clears throat> Excuse me. No, you're, you're thinking possibly right now, yeah, I, I've sacrificed a lot. What more is it going to cost me? Well, it might cost you making one more sacrifice, one last thing that you have to sacrifice. It might be the biggest sacrifice that you've made yet. But this sacrifice, this very sacrifice, just may move you into that next level of your purpose. But it'll be worth it. It will be worth it. So Gideon begins his preparation to advance against the Midianites. He makes his sacrifice. He's torn down the idols. And he begins to prepare for this battle. He begins planning. I really believe that preparation is huge if we're going to be able to fulfill our purpose. We cannot expect for God to do all of it. We've got to do our part, don't we? Yes, we're going to rely on God's ability, but we've got to do our part. We need to pr prepare. We need to make some preparation. We can't expect God to do everything. We play a part in the preparation. And I believe that one of the best ways to prepare is to begin setting some goals within your preparation time. Goals are very important. In fact, did you know that goal setting is the most widely endorsed personal developmental tool used in the world today. Goal setting can make the difference between aimless wandering and being successful. People who successfully fulfill their purpose are both visionaries and goal setters. You want to have a vision but you want to set some goals to help to get you there. But just remember that as you're setting those goals, don't set your goals based upon your own limitations, but set your goals based upon who God says you are. Set your goals based upon how God sees you, God's perception of you. Because God's perception of us is always much, much, much better and bigger than we could ever imagine. So begin setting some goals. And keep in mind that God calls you mighty. God calls you able. God calls you a mighty warrior. And begin to move towards your purpose. 
as you're setting those goals. And yes, you're gonna have to grow into your purpose. You may not hit the mark the first time, but successful people oftentimes fail forwards. You will learn something every time as you're moving forward, as you're reaching toward those goals. Yes, you're gonna make mistakes, but you're gonna learn something from those mistakes. You're gonna learn a better way of doing things. You're gonna learn a better way to be successful. You might get knocked down. You might fall flat on your face as you're reaching towards your purpose. And maybe today you feel like you have fallen flat on your face and, and you really don't have the strength to get up. I want to tell you, you are not a failure. You are a winner. You will fulfill that purpose. All it's going to take is for you to get back up, shake yourself off, learn from your mistake, perceive yourself as a winner, and begin moving forward again. Don't perceive yourself as being a failure because you missed it, because you fell, because you fell down. Remember the old saying that it's not how many times you fall down, but it's how many times you get back up. Will you get back up again? Or are you gonna stay down? Today's the day for you to get back up and to begin moving forward again towards your purpose that you will achieve through the assistance of God. Keep moving forward. Well, going back to the book of Judges, we see that Gideon was making his preparations and he began forming an army. And when he formed this army, it consisted of 35,000 soldiers. He was making his plan, he made his sacrifice, he was all ready to do the job that God called him to do. So with the 35,000 soldiers, he was ready for the battle. But no sooner had he been ready to advance that God changed some things in his life. In chapter seven, verse two, in the book of Judges, the Lord said to Gideon, in order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength has saved her, announce to the people that anyone who is afraid can turn back and leave. Notice here that God said, in order that Israel does not boast in their own strength. See, God doesn't want us to boast in and of ourselves. So Gideon made the announcement to the army and evidently had a, he had a, uh, a pretty cowardice army because at that point, uh, uh, 22,000 soldiers left. It was a pretty cowardice army, wasn't it? So his army was stripped down from 35,000 to 22,000 uh, 22, men had left. His army was stripped from 35,000 down to 13,000. 22,000 men left, and there was Gideon with an army of 13,000 men. Well, with these 13,000 men, God still had other plans. The Lord instructed Gideon to take the 13,000 men and to go down to the river and for the men to get a drink of water. 
And the Lord instructed Gideon to divide the men that knelt down to drink the water from those that lapped the water in their hands. So Gideon took the soldiers through this test. And after the test, the Lord told Gideon to tell the 9,700 men that knelt down to drink the water to leave. Well, that meant that Gideon had 300 men, only 300 men. And God basically said, this is it. This is the army that we're going to use here, 300 men. Well, Gideon, he already, you know, had an inferiority complex. He was already feeling incompetent and uh, not qualified to to do what God had called him to do. But here he was with an army of only 300 soldiers. Gideon's plans changed. His plans changed, but his purpose didn't. So in your time of preparation, of fulfilling your purpose, there's going to be times that your plans change. Yes, set goals. That's wisdom. But in your time of preparation and in your time of reaching for that purpose, things are not going to go exactly the way that you plan. They never do. And God allows that purposely. The plans might change that you have made, but your purpose never changes. Your purpose remains the same. As I mentioned earlier, God purposefully allows us to have a certain amount of strengths and weaknesses so that we'll have to depend on Him. I love the way that 2 Corinthians 3 and 5 says it. We are not competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. Another word for competence is ability. Our ability comes from God. Our strength comes from God. We need God's ability. Well, we see at the end of the story that Gideon got the victory with only 300 soldiers. He struck the Midianites down as though they were just one man, just like God said. He struck them down in the power of God. God gave him the strength. God gave him the wisdom. God gave him the battle plan. He gave him the strategy. He gave him everything that he needed. And within Gideon's own weaknesses, God put his super on Gideon's natural. Why? Because he didn't want anybody to boast in thinking that their ability got them the victory. And God does not want you and I to boast in that either. We have a great purpose, and we're going to fulfill it. It's bigger than us, but it's not bigger than God. We're going to view ourselves through the eyes of God and not through the eyes of the enemy. And with God, all things are possible if you will include him in your life. But that's the key. Are you including God in your life? Well, maybe you're tired of trying to reach your purpose, the purpose that you know that is inside of you. And you've been trying to do it your own way. You have not included God. Maybe you haven't included him because you don't know God. You don't have a relationship with him. Well, I want to invite you today to pray with me and to invite God to be a part of your life. 
There's only one way, though, that you can have a relationship with Father God, and that's through His Son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says there is one way to the Father, and that's through the Son, Jesus. Won't you pray with me today? It's going to take some humility. It's going to take you laying down maybe some pride. But if you'll pray with me today, if you'll humble yourself, if you'll make some sacrifices, realizing that He has great things planned for you. And He wants to put His super on your natural, but you've got to include Him in your life. Won't you pray with me right now? Right there where you're watching today. Just pray this simple prayer. Father God, I come before you realizing and acknowledging that I have been trying to do things my own way. And I want you to be included in my life. I want to fulfill the very reason that you created me for. So right now, I come before you. I ask for the forgiveness of trying to do things my own way and not including you. I ask for the forgiveness of all of my sins. I accept what your son, Jesus Christ, did on the cross when he died for me, for the forgiveness of all my mistakes, all my failures, all my sins. I accept what Jesus did for me. I thank you that I am forgiven and I receive you into my life to take over my life and to help to assist me in everything that you've called me to do. Well, today, today is a brand new day for you. You've just made the best decision that you've ever made. And now you're going to include God in your life and you're going to see God doing amazing things in your life. He's going to get all the credit. He's going to get all the glory. Just continue to believe that you are a winner and that you have greatness inside of you.